Welcome to 10 Minutes With, a long-time favourite of InDaily's weekly Business Insight edition, which is brought to you by our partner, BDO, trusted business advisors helping achieve your goals. This summer, we have our guests in the studio to chat about specific industries that are important to the South Australian economy. Today we're spending 10 minutes with Angus Strawn, a BDO expert in tourism and accommodation, to hear what he thinks will be the most important issues for the industry in 2021. 2020's been a tough year for the tourism industry. What's the industry worth in revenue and jobs in SA and what's been the estimated impact in 2020? Uh, firstly, uh, thanks, Andrew, for, for having me and thanks for your time. It is a, it's a big industry. It's a broad industry. It encompasses a lot of different jobs. Um, it's, it's quite complicated, although it might seem simple. People going on holidays, it's not quite that simple. But you know, in South Australia alone, tourism expenditure in FY20, so financial year 20, uh, ended 30 June, was $6.5 billion dollars. So looking at tourism expenditure rather than sort of income generated within tourism businesses. So these are tourists that are coming to our regions. Naturally, 2020 has been a tricky year. So there's been all sorts of things um, beyond just COVID. So there's bushfires at the start of the year, uh, which were pretty more largely felt by KI, uh, but also on the eastern seaboard in, in Victoria and New South Wales. Uh, but in South Australia, uh, tourism expenditure in the prior financial year 19 was $7.5 billion. So that's a billion dollars we've lost from tourists travelling around our state in that 12-month period. So there's a fair bit of ground to make up, uh, but things are certainly looking on the up moving forward. In terms of jobs, uh, we're looking at 40,000 directly employed people within the tourism industry in South Australia, uh, with a forecast to grow to 56,000 or just in just over 56,000 by the 2030 financial year. Smaller operators such as caravan parks and holiday rental homes have fared better as a result of local tourism boom in the second half of the year when coronavirus restrictions were eased. What's the data suggesting on that for South Australia? It is looking good, uh, but it's patchy. So uh, certainly location is more important than ever. So those people that are located two or three hours from the CBD are doing pretty well, or those people in destination areas are doing pretty well, but those that are a bit further abroad may be struggling a little bit, So, um, and, and still, uh, so with the borders being closed down. For example, we had a client in, in the July and August period that was up 30% in their Wakery business and down 30% in their Renmark business. So that might sound a bit crazy, um, but Renmark relies a lot more on that Melbourne traffic coming in than Wakery does, and Wakery's a bit closer to Adelaide. So it is, it's strong, uh, the first few months of this financial year, so from 1 July this year, it probably started around the uh, June long weekend um, where people came out in droves, um, probably maybe not quite so many people were expected, so the prices weren't that high still, but the June long weekend was a strong long weekend and, and South Australia in those sort of areas has kicked on since then. People are booking later and staying longer, so... Um, as far as our last data that we've put out in the September 2020 quarter, um, which draws on holiday parks and resorts from around the state um, and around the country, lead time's about 21.8 days in that quarter, and that's down from 30.7 days in the prior financial year. Um, but that's length of stay has been made, making up for that a little bit with 2.6 nights up from 2.4 nights in the prior year. 
Um, yeah, that's one quarter, but that's an emerging trend. So we saw that in the quarter before, given the disaster of lockdowns and all those sorts of things as well. And we're seeing that in the months following too. So is this increase in intrastate tourism resulting in a change to this SA tourism landscape? It is. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think you can say that you know, we're ever going to be the same again, at least in the sort of short to medium term. But you know, it, it has been pleasing to see that some of those regional businesses, caravan parks, Airbnbs, still have their appeal. So their product still has popularity and there has been a fascination with exploring our own backyard and that's a great thing. You know, when overseas travel comes back, there's naturally going to be a churn back to overseas travel. Um, but there was an explosion in sales in the RV industry in June. So people were going, well, wait a minute, I can't go overseas. Maybe I can't go interstate. What can I do? They obviously went out and bought a caravan or a camper van and, and decided to explore locally. So RV sales were up 10,000 units in June on the prior year. People were running out of stock. You can't, you know, it's, it's hard to get a secondhand caravan at the moment. And given supply chain constraints, particularly with parts coming out of China, uh, it, it's difficult to be able to create new ones or um, the delivery time for new ones is blowing out a bit. Um, as far as the broader changes to the tourism landscape, workforce is a challenge. So getting people back to work, particularly those workers that are in charge of cleaning cabins and checking people in and out and those sorts of things who might be in a bit of a lower socioeconomic demographic, getting them back to work while government stimulus was still around was a real challenge for parks in particular. So what will 2021 look like for tourism in South Australia? Our view is it's going to be positive. So people are still keen to go on holidays. We've seen that in the last 12 months, probably more so than ever. Um, people are keen to get away. I guess once you um, lock someone up for a, for a period of time, even in South Australia, I guess we only had three days here, but if you lock someone up for a period of time, um, they're going to run 100 miles in the other direction. So as far as next year goes, you know, I think the strong trends, again, I mentioned before, location is more important than ever. Um, so there are people that are missing out and those people are a bit further afield or perhaps in not such popular locations. Um, go and talk to an accommodation provider on the Nullarbor Plain and see how they've been faring so far this year. It's going to be a very different story to someone down at Port Wollonga. So where you are is going to be more important than ever. Um, tourists are going to continue to book later and stay longer, but we believe they're going to be travelling more. Um, the competition will come back, so businesses need to have that in mind. So for those regional businesses, the competition hasn't particularly been there. Cruise lines are gone. Uh, international travel's gone. So that, that competition's disappeared and that meant you know, there's not too many other options for people. So there'll be a level of domestic stickiness. So international travel will become popular again. Everyone wants to go um, to Japan and go skiing. So everyone wants to go to America and, and do the big road trip and those sorts of things, visit Europe. All of those things are still going to be on people's bucket list and they're still going to want to do them. Um, but I guess there's going to be a level of domestic stickiness. So people will go, you know, we've been on this awesome holiday out in outback South Australia, um, been up to the Flinders Ranges and it's, and it's really great. Family loved it. It's very family-orientated travel, big open areas to play, let the kids run around, the parents can kick back and do what they like. So, yeah, I think those people that have experienced that holiday that probably wouldn't have otherwise done that because they might um, ship off to Japan for the snow season are uh, certainly going to have a level of domestic stickiness. So it's good for the industry into 2021. And I guess, you know, the customer is still going to be the king. So people are looking more than ever for experiences. So what value that the um, 
tourism businesses can add to their stay, add another night on their stay by enticing them to do something in the local area. So you'll see some of the areas in South Australia do that really well. McLaren Vale, for example, um, my family and I have just been for a holiday down there. Um, and you, know, you can do a bike ride and you can go and visit a winery and you can go and learn how to surf and do a kayaking tour and all those sort of things that add on to an experience. So what should tourism accommodation businesses and tour operators be doing to reposition themselves in this new post-COVID era? Really good question. I guess that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? What to do next? So based on what we've learned, I think they need to be agile and ready to adapt to change. Um, some of that's going to be technology-driven. So we're seeing higher prevalence of people booking online. Um, so making sure that your online marketing is up to scratch. Um, Cyber security you know, is another thing that springs to mind when you're taking people's credit cards and those sorts of things. Um, you know, with that technology mindset, how are you protecting yourself? How are you protecting your business? How are you protecting your staff? You need to treat your people well. Um, so your staff are going to be the lifeblood of your organisation. Um, we've seen that. We've been lucky enough to be able to keep all of our staff through the last 12 months on full pay, on full time. Not all businesses have been so lucky. Um, not all businesses have been in that position. Um, but you also see um, you know, a, a fair bit of revolt where staff aren't treated well as well. So we're starting to see that come out into the marketplace. There's a bit more movement of staff around businesses than what there was, say, three or four weeks ago even. So um, treating your staff well um, you know, at, a, at a time of need um, is as important as ever. I mean, all the time because you know, they drive your business, but um, treating them well when they're in need is more important than ever. Thanks very much for coming in, Angus. All the best for the rest of 2021. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. It's been great to talk a little bit about the tourism industry and accommodation businesses generally. It's a passion of mine, uh, being able to go out on holiday and spend some time in the region. So uh, hopefully uh, it rubs off on a few other people as well. Thanks to Angus for the insights. Next week, we meet Kishan Vijayadas to discuss the challenges and opportunities for fast growth businesses. This 10 minutes of business insight is brought to you by BDO, trusted business advisors helping achieve your goals. Visit bdo.com.au.